Hello, welcome to the Sisters in Zion podcast. This is Danielle. Daniel here with you from San Diego, California with my best friend. Hey, it's Kirsten. I'm in Hawaii. Super happy to be here with you as always. Yes. <laughs> um, I actually, we were just talking about our fun travels that we get to go do together. We just booked flights to um, I just Europe. want to squeal. <laughs> so excited. I'm so excited too. We're going to London and then we're going to go to Prague and yeah, it's so fun. (laughs) So we were just booking flights, (laughs) but on another subject, you know, something that I want to ask a question first to you guys. Um, how many of you have ever in your life had a negative thought about your body or body image? (laughs) Right. I, I say that laughingly because it's, uh, yeah, it's something I feel like, well, definitely in society, but as women that we deal with, I don't know, maybe men do too. I'm not in a men. Oh, man men head. do. Yeah. I did not know this until I had five sons, but yeah, oh. they do. They're all about their six pack. We just had a, <laughs> how long can you hold your breath underwater competition? Like just this morning before we started recording and my 12 year old didn't beat his eight-year-old brother and he just launched into this whole thing about his body and how he's not good. And I mean, just, they are so competitive. They are so all about their image and their body and their abilities. And they, you know, yeah, they're super competitive. Yeah. And it's just one of those things of, I think of for us uh, in mortal life, Mm-hmm. And to learn. And so something I've been loving learning that's, I, I'm kind of, you know, you know, you kind of get to a point where you're like, I'm actually tired of feeling not happy with certain aspects or having sciatica pain, which is what, you know, my experience I'm going to share this week with you. And I'm just, I'm like, I'm so done. Like I need to be able to function better and not function in this way. And so this week I've had a lot on my mind about, about our bodies and about, about my body in particular, and just Wanting to, I was like, my question was, you know, okay, the first thought is love, right? The word love and the emotion love elevates everything. So how do you love like your body where it's at with the sciatic pain and all that kind of stuff, um, and weight, image, whatever, you know, size, how do you love it if you really don't love where it's at? You know, it's like, that doesn't make sense. Like, I don't want it to be there, but love elevates. And so I was kind of struggling with this. And as I, you know, like really talk through that, this, this week with, um, with a, with a friend, I got some really good insights that I first decided to focus on, you know, my sciatica, but, but the first thing is, you know, if you look at anything in your body, like any types of words that are negative about your body or negative experiences, they're actually very decaying in nature. And so those negative experiences, those negative words are going to actually store somewhere in your body. And so, and I realized like my sciatica pain, I was like, wait a second, I have to take full responsibility for everything going on in my body full because, you know, and I I don't want to jump too far, but I, I, I was thinking about that. So like, wow, my sciatica is obeying me. It is it is tell it is it is obeying me to have this pain telling me of some type of pain i need to um clean clear up through the atonement clear up through the repentance process pay attention to and so what was interesting so i had sciatica quite a bit this week i had a really hard time sitting and sleeping and so i would t- i took 
um, it was, uh, what do you call it? Uh, ibuprofen to be able to sleep finally. Cause I was just like, I can't do this. And I had a appointment with a chiropractor who always ends up helping me a lot get back. Like, so I don't have my sciatica pain. Well, he called and canceled. He had, he ended up having a cold. And, and so I was just like, I, and it was on Friday was my appointment. So now it's the weekend and he's all booked next week, you know? And so I, he's like, Hey, I'll reschedule you for like, you know, two weeks later. I'm like, okay. So I'm like, okay, I need to just, I need to look at this. Like what responsibility can I take for where my body is at? And as I did that, I imagined like me standing with the savior, um, like my spirit body standing with the savior next to my physical body. And I imagined just like, like telling my sciatica, like, thank you for telling me something's up. Thank you for bringing to my awareness. There's some pain there, whether it be emotional, negative pain, physical, whatever. Somehow I have packed in some stuff that whether it be through genetics or what, but I've chosen to have this be part of my life. And let me tell you, I'll back up a second and tell you. So in psychology, one of the things that, you know, I remember so clearly studying and I thought it was so interesting. It was in my, I think it was my, uh, positive psych. Oh no, mind body psychology class. It was so fascinating. And the one I remember the most was this, um, they were doing case studies and one this girl who was a teenager and she was a, ch- a cheerleader and had like 4.0 grades, right? And she would get these really debilitating headaches and they couldn't figure, there was nothing wrong with her medically. So they told her to, you know, see psychology and to see what was going on. And she was like, and so finally with psychology, they're like, we, you know, they pointed out, we think that you want the headaches. And she's like, I don't want the headaches. I do not want headaches. I want to be cheering. I want to be keeping up my homework. And, but on what was interesting as you know, they worked through the psychology of it on a level of choice. She did not because it was so much pressure. She was putting on herself. Her headaches would shut her down and would finally allow her just to sleep and not feel the pressure. And so they worked through that through her therapy. And I always remember that like on some level, we are bringing in and manifesting exactly where our bodies are, what pain we're having. And maybe it's even DNA, but we chose that in the preexistence to maybe take responsibility for within our family lineage to stop that. And again, it's just some ideas, but I, as I was studying that this week and thinking about it, um, I took to, you know, the savior, like I said, I just imagined my body and um, my spirit self. And I just, thanked my body. I just thank you so much for obeying me and being my, you know, I'm your steward. And, and I just, and I repent, I said, I'm so sorry for whatever I've put in. I don't really know what I've done to make sciatica pain. Come on. I don't, I don't know, but I am very sorry. And I just said, I looked to the savior and my little visualization meditation. And I just said, will you forgive me? Will you cleanse this for me? And I did this especially throughout this day where, you know, my chiropractor wasn't able to see me and I just had a lot of pain and it was interesting little by little all throughout the day, my pain went away and I thought, Oh, that's kind of cool. But you know, in the nighttime will come, it'll probably come back. And so I actually almost took an ibuprofen that night just cause I didn't want to wake up with pain. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to see, I just, I'm going to put my faith in that. I just spent this like intentional cleansing of and loving my sciatica pain for, te- for, lear- for learning 
being there to learn from, but also for being there to, to teach me and to take what I've given it. I was like, thank you so much. Like you've taken some, you know, negativity that I have put in there. I've chosen somehow, some way that I don't get. So I decided with faith, I'm just going to, Hey, this is going to, this is going to be good. And I slept really good, no sciatica pain. And I was just, I woke up Saturday. I was like, Oh my gosh, like I haven't had any sense. And it doesn't mean that it might not manifest some other things for me. That's great. But I just thought that was really cool. Uh, that's beyond cool. That's amazing and powerful and beautiful and such a wonderful testimony to the savior and the power of healing us physically. You know, I think most of the time on our pod, we really talk about emotional and like getting control of your emotions and which is great. And that's helpful and all that. But what you're talking about is something physical. And that's like, I feel like it, it does take a next level of faith probably, you know, cause you're like, eh, okay. I mean, what part of this is really true and what part of it is, you know, but, but I love the exercise that you went through. You know, it reminds me actually of a couple of people that I've studied a little bit. Um, the first one is Dr. Joe Dispenza. Um, he wrote the book, like the power of un, like, I don't know, unbecoming yourself or something like changing your personality or something like that. I read one of those books and anyway, his story though is amazing. If you guys have ever not ever heard of him, he was, I don't remember if it was a disease or like a car accident or he was like in a wheelchair, something really bad, like really, really intense. And he started studying the power of your mind. And I don't know, you know, obviously I don't know what the relation, what his relationship is with the savior. And obviously our podcast is mostly about that, but that power is real, right? I mean, that power of like in your mind and all those pathways. And when you were describing your sciatical pain, I, I was seeing, you know, with you, like the pathway from your brain that is the sciatica pain. Like there's a, there's a pathway there and it's like you, you revisit it and it like triggers you and re you revisit it and it triggers you and it's like a thing. So I know it can be, I know it can be cleared. I mean, that's for sure. I mean, especially because you are so dedicated to your health and your wellness. Like, it's not like you're, you know, asking for your sciatica to be, be, be cleared, but you, you know, don't take care of your body. Like, I mean, I, I do believe you have a, I know you have a very strong health regimen and all those kinds of things too. You know, so I do think that there's that. You can't be like, oh, I just want to think about it, but then you eat like crap and you smoke cigarettes. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> okay. So that's probably not going to work as well. Another thing it reminds me of, um, my friend sent me this, uh, message the other day and it was, um, it was actually on Oprah and she was, um, interviewing. I'm not, I, I'm not the best. I don't follow all these guys, but I think it's, it might be Deepak Chopra. Is he a black guy with like long black dreads and like, I don't know, he's quoted a lot, you know? So anyway, it doesn't matter, but it's on Oprah Super Soul Sunday. And this guy was talking about like the level of success or when you arrive, you know, um, at a certain point, let's say a pain point, or you get over your pain or you hit like a top rank in your company, or you achieve, you have a, you attract like a, a mate, like a relationship or something, you know? And he was talking about how the reason why people can't always sustain that level of success in whatever it may be is that they have not become the vibrational frequency of that level of success yet. And so it's not, and it really made me feel pretty good because I, although I have had a lot of success, there are definitely things that I have quote failed at. Right. And so when, what he's talking about is like, 
when you're resonating, like you're, you're like attracting, it's not that you're just calling it in, but you're actually vibrating it out too. Like your whole body in and out, like you are the frequency of no pain, you know? And so there is that power there and you tap into that through, of course, the savior and the atonement. I love that you have that meditation and that practice as we know that all power comes from him. And so we love that. But yeah, I think there's such an incredible study and so much power. You know what? It's just, it's, it's amazing. So how do you plan to kind of move forward from this point? Yeah, good, good question. And I, from we, you know, we talk about how the savior, all power goes through him. All charity goes through him. Charity is the pure love of Christ. And love is an elevating, right? It's a cleansing. It's love is um, the most healing word. And this has been done in research. They show that love has the most power um, in healing, even in plants, you know, when they're just testing it out on plants versus the word, other words. And it's just, it's really cool. Um, so I, when I know that and I'm like, okay, so how do you love a sciatica pain? I don't want to keep it, but love isn't acceptance. And that's what love is just elevating. So that means like with the, maybe a child that, you know, or, or your hips, <laughs> we're talking about the body today, you know, how can you just love? And I've been focusing on that. Like, um, I feel like winter, sometimes I put on a little more pounds and I'm like, instead of like getting stressed out about it, I'm like, Hey, I love you. Thank you for holding my, my hips or whatever. Thanks for holding some extra, um, weight for me, you know? And I just, I'm like, I know I, you and I, and I'm talking to my body, right? We're going to elevate higher. And I just, I love you body. Just thank you for taking some of my negativity that I have packed on sometimes. And I want to look at it. I'm willing to, I'm willing to elevate with you. And I've kind of, so that's one of the things I really want to practice on just loving exactly where my body is, because if you don't, my thought is if you don't love where it's at, how can you elevate together to go where you want to go permanently? You can force and like, you know, go to the gym 50 times a week and I'm just making fun, but I mean, you can do that and, and restrict all your eating and for sure, but how can you melt off the negativity until you can, and just to be a permanent at uh, the size and the shape and the feeling you like to be at, if it's not based in loving where your body's at. And so that's my next like practice is just, um, you know, and I, again, I'm a pr I'm pretty small person anyway, but I just, I love, like, I just want to love every aspect of my, my body and really create more individual worth as a single woman. And I don't, I have, I'm done putting my waiting for my worth to be even more elevated because of having a husband in my life. It just doesn't work that way. It doesn't even work anyway. It's just faulty think, thinking, but I want to love every aspect and have individually value myself in every way, including my body, including my stretch marks. I got at 16 years old, you know, <laughs> including my big scar on my belly now that you know, it just, I just want to love it and love it for taking that beating. Yeah. I love that. I think the practice here really that I would encourage everybody to do, including myself, you know, we all have that maybe one or two areas on our body and I can think of mine right now that, you know, every time I see it, I'm just kind of like, you know, and just, so just think of that. And then for this entire week, every time you see that part of your body, 
just say, I love you. Even though you might not mean it, even though you're kind of like, I love you. You know what I mean? But like, it'll get, it'll get easier. It'll get better. And you'll actually start to experience the true love of, of that part of your body. I love that. Like, let's do that. I know. And, and the thing is, is I had to, when I was like, I don't want to love my aesthetic. I don't want it to stay, but I had to realize I love it for, um, it's manifesting pain in my life that I haven't resolved. And I'm like, oh my gosh, thank you. Like, thank you so much. And so I read this scripture today. And so this is really interesting because I'm reading um, the come follow me, but I'm way behind. I'm like, I don't know. I'm not, I don't know. I'm probably in August still. Um, And so, which is great. I just am doing my pace and it works for me. And so I'm just chapter by chapter and I didn't randomly open this, but I'm, I'm in totally at a random place. So today, you know, during sacrament, I, opened where I was in first Corinthians, um, chapter six. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like how coincidental is this, that this whole week I'm focusing on the body and this scripture, this chapter talks all about the body. I was like, are you joking me? There's not that many scriptures that talk about the body. It was just so cool. So let me, I'm going to share with you guys. And it kind of taught me a little bit more. Um, okay. It says it's starting well, I, I like, I like this. We're going to start in verse 12. It's verse 12 to 20 is the end of the chapter. And I'm just going to kind of read little lines from here, but I love the line in verse 12 that says, I will not be brought under the power of any. And it just reminds me like, Hey, we all are in control of our thoughts. We are all in control and can take control of what goes into our body. Like even thoughts and emotions that we put towards our body. So I will not be brought under the power of any. That's, that's, that's just, we have to take full responsibility. Hey, and where is this again? First Corinthians chapter six, verse okay. 12 is where I started. Thank you. Yeah. And this doesn't mean like that you have to feel like guilty for having negative emotions at all. I just think for me, it turned it around. I was like, oh my gosh, I love my body for taking care of me. And like, and just kind of manifesting and helping me through this. So anyway, 13, it says at the very um, bottom of that one, of 13, it says the body is not for fornication. It's for the Lord and the Lord for the body. And then 15 says, hold on, sorry. First Corinthians chapter 12, chapter six. Oh, chapter six, verse 12. No worries. worries. I really want to follow along. Okay. So I'm in in, 13. Yeah. Yep. And I'm in verse 15 now. Okay, cool. Your bodies are the members of Christ. So, I mean, he's telling us that our bodies are actually uh, these created like celestial um, beings. I thought that was really cool. So then it says in 16, it says, no, 17, he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. 18, it says every sin that a man doeth is without the body. That is where I wanted to kind of put a little... I thought that was really cool. So, and here's why is because our body is not making choices. And I wrote in here, the spirit is the steward over the body. It's our spirit making choices. And it says it right there. Every sin a man doeth is without the body. Like it's not the body making the sin. It's not like, oh, well, my body, oh, my body. We can't blame our body. It is us making the choices, our body and it says right here, he sinneth against his own body. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. And yeah, keep reading that part. 
Yeah. Wow. Isn't that cool? So when we, and this made me like, cause again, I've been telling God, I'm like, okay, I want to just love it, but I don't really get how to love it when it's not where exactly where I want it to be, you know? And so he's showing me like your body is celestial, your body. I mean, it's of celestial or, you know, what are we in (laughs) the celestial earth, (laughs) celestial world right now, but it is actually created by God. And it is again, is sinless, sinless. It is faultless. It's us, our, our spirit that guides. And so it says, okay, so I'm going to read that again. Every sin a man doeth is without the body and he sinneth against his own body. Now 19 says, know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God and ye are not your own 20 for ye are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. <laughs> yeah. Cool. <clears throat> that is so beautiful. So it just makes me like, I don't know. I just read that and I'm like, wow, like God's given us stewardship over this body. Sometimes we think about, Oh, stewardship over our kids or other, you know, callings, but he's given us first and foremost stewardship over this body. And we are accountable for every single little negative thing when we pass by a mirror and it's not to be beat ourselves up. For me, it just got says, wow, then I can say nice things about my body. And I'm so grateful for it because it's a gift from God. It's a temple mm-hmm. and it's our spirit. And so I've been like, just like loving make my hips and my, my neck and shoulders that um, give me some pain sometimes. And I'm like, thank you for manifesting pain. Let's take this to the savior. Thank you for holding negativity hips. <laughs> Let's take it to the savior. I want to take my hips or my butt or whatever, my stomach. And I want to take it to the savior. Let's look at what negativity is being held there and let's free ourselves of it. And so I've just been working on loving my body and not comparing it, not, and just because this scripture was so cool. It's like your body is of God. And if, if you sin, it's not the body, <laughs> it's you, you sinneth against the body. Isn't that cool? Yeah, that's amazing. Wow. I really like that. I feel like we could really take, you know, I, I think for ourselves, for all of our sisters that are listening and even for our children, you know, as we want to teach them about their bodies. Um, I have one of my sons who has a pretty um, harsh uh, self-image and um, it's really hard for him to, you know, not compare to his brothers and not compare to his friends and just all these different things. And, you know, his natural inclination is to be, I hate my body. I hate this, you know, like I, just really negative, you know, and I, as his mom, I want to help him, but I, you know, it's also hard to listen to your mom about everything. It's, you know, so I'm thinking like, gosh, is there like, I know there's so many different body image programs and, you know, audios and things that we can listen to. But what I really love is that it, you know, just going back to the scriptures and really going back to the spiritual origin of our bodies and our relationship with God and why that matters to me that like at the core of it, it's, that's what matters. Um, It's really powerful. Having gratitude is also a way, um, to receive. And so like, I don't know, I just think of like, for me, I'm really focusing on, I uh, like every time I pass the mirror, just, Oh, I love you. Thank you. Just thank you. And thanks to God for giving me this beautiful body. And when you can love it, you can actually elevate with it to mm-hmm. be even stronger. And that's really, cause love strengthens, right. And love heals. So I don't well, know. 
that's my I think favorite. also yeah yeah for sure it reminds me too of like when you kind of what I was saying before like when you vibrate at the frequency of beauty like you you know what I mean like you beauty is from like the inside out and you know think about maybe an older older woman or older man and and they just they're so bright you know you can think of like these it's actually kind of uncommon these days for for older adults i would say to have that kind of still youthful glow and i do believe you know sure maybe it's some genetics maybe it's some beauty products maybe it's whatever but but i i actually think for the most part it's like a it's a vibrational frequency of love and charity and like love for their body so they they emanate they radiate this vibrational frequency of beauty and we can all do that like it's not really a matter of like you know how big your nose is or what color your eyes are or if you even have hair or doesn't matter it's not that it's like that radiance right and and it's like radiating christ love and god's love for ourselves it reminds me of also what we talked about on a few quite a while ago when we talked about when we love ourselves more then we are receiving more of god's love for us right and that's just like, so it's like we all pray for, oh, well, I want to feel more of God's love. Like that's, I want God to love me. I want to feel it. But then when we don't receive that love for ourselves, then we're blocking God's love for us too. So it's all part of the same love triangle. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, that's a great, great way to put it. Like, I love how you brought up the, you know, the vib- vibration of, love and loving for our body bodies will actually attract that vibration that strength is you know after my surgery i've had a hard time with uh, walking and running i get like headaches and sciatica and so that's where you know i'm kind of coming from here to give you a little more context and and instead i'm just i want to be able to run run again i re i really are not or at least just like well i do i want to be able to run again for sure and i want to be able to have strength in my body again and i believe it's possible and then and so how, if I, if I don't love where I'm at and learn from what's coming up from it right now, then how am I going to ele- elevate? I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. It's a really, really powerful lesson. But it's anyway, just good. Yeah. I just wanted to share my little journey with um, loving and not comparing to, and I will say like, I have, you know, seen women that wouldn't, you wouldn't think in a swimsuit you, they would feel confident, but they do. And then everybody just, it just, they are confident. It's not even, I guess what I'm trying to say is it's not about what your body looks like. It's like what Kirsten just said, the beauty from within. And it just, people are like, cool. Yeah. They don't even like, they don't second guess you. It gives you that confidence that you just, your body is I don't know. For me, I think it's really cool. It's of God. And just that helped me like be able to love my body even more and just go, thank you. And I love you. Yeah. Well, and everything is energy too, right? Like when you go deeper, like even our bodies are just vibrating particles, you know, that have just slowed down enough to create the image that we are on this planet. And so it's like, you know, you can, I do believe like with all kinds of different things. Um, I, I love exercising, by the way. I love it. Like, it's my favorite thing in the morning with all my girlfriends. You know, we're all about it. But what we do 
rather than coming from a place of, well, you can kind of tell there's a few of us that we're all, we're all on a different spectrum. Right. And I would say I've actually come a long way. I, I would say most of my life, I have been afraid of being fat or afraid of, oh no, if I do this, then, oh, that's going to be, that's going to make me look ugly, you know, and I'm afraid of that, you know, and as you get older, I think you start to realize like, appreciating who you are and coming from a place of love and how there's so much more power in that. Um, so when we work out, but I, I wanted to say this, one thing that I've noticed probably in the last month or so, when I'm working out and I'm, I'm in the middle of like a set of like high reps, you know, my, my muscles are burning and I'm just like, ah, like it's burning my triceps, you know, and it's so great. It feels amazing. And I, all of a sudden I will get these flashes of like the most random thoughts of like, I don't know where I was 14 years ago walking down a street in San Diego or something like so random. And I started noticing it. Like I noticed what thoughts would come up when I was working out really hard. And so I just kind of took it to the Lord and I was like, why does this happen? Like, what is this? And, and you just kind of showed me like, well, you store energy and memories in your body. And so when you're working out, like, and I don't know, like scientifically exactly, but from what I've experienced, I feel like I, I must be storing all of these memories and the emotions from these memories in different parts of my body. So that when I'm working out, it like, it comes up. And that's why working, that's one reason why I love working out so much now is because of the physical benefit that I get. Yes, but actually more of the emotional release. Like you have to physically move and get things moving and going um, to really kind of, um, what's the word? Like, like operate, um, what's the word? Like, I want to say like affect, you know, like, I don't know, I can't think of it, but uh affect different parts of your body to release those emotions. Um, so we're all energy and we're releasing energy when we move. And when we do that in love, I think we can come to a much better place than if we do that out of fear or hatred uh, of our bodies. Yeah. I love that example. That's such a great example. And when we do it from love, it's also causing a healing rather than those emotions just to be stored back in there. Because if you were just like, let's say you work out and these come up and you're just like, oh, I don't like that. I don't want, I just want to shove it down. You can, your body will store it. Your body will take it. And that's the whole key is like not shoving it back down when you're ready to look at it. Hey, you guys, if you're not ready to look at it, shove it back down. Your body is so amazing. It's so beautiful. It's going to listen to you. You get to be in control. You get to command it. And so absolutely. And it was only just this week that I finally was like, okay, instead of like being mad at my sciatica, oh, I have a sciatica and now I can't do this. I can't do this. And, you know, and like, oh, I got to take a pill. <laughs> I'm like, Hey, what are you trying to tell me? Thank you. I love you. I know you were only doing what I've shoved in there for you to do. And so once I did that and like, kind of, again, I don't really know. And there wasn't like some particular emotion that was like, Oh, this experience came up from when I was five. I actually don't really understand. I just took it to the Lord and I said, here's this pain. I'm going to give it to you. Thank you so much to my body and just causing this loving visualization for it. And it, it helped it. It has gone away. And when it comes back, it'll be teaching me something new and I love it now. So I love my sciatica now. I'm like, thank you for teaching me. So really cool. I hope this helps any of you that are also struggling with anything to, to do body, loving your body, love it where it's at. It is holding so much knowledge and you know, learning and power from you. It's a gift from God, which I thought was really, really cool. 
and just take it little by little bite by bite and take it to the Lord to cleanse it. Even if you don't know what it is, like I said, with my static, I'm not sure what I shoved in there, but that's okay. I just took it to him and said, I'm ready. I'm ready Lord for you to cleanse whatever is causing me pain emotionally that I have put into sciatica pain. So anyway, have a wonderful rest of your day and just love and love on your wonderful bodies. Thanks so much, everybody. Love you. Bye. Bye.